It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hello, everyone. So excited for today's podcast because the ladies are back together again. Carly Shimkus just got back from maternity leave after having her beautiful, adorable son, Brock. And we booked some time together after Fox and Friends this past week for another fabulous, fun chat. We talked about babies, Brian Kilmeade, romance novels, summer vacations, and there's also some impromptu singing here and there that you might need to prepare yourself for. So consider this a heads up during your listening time. Let's get to it. Here's Carly Shimkus and Ainsley Earhart on the Janice Dean podcast. The band is back. We're, We're back all... together. Yes. We are we? I don't even have my headphones okay. on Okay, let the party yet. begin. I've been really excited about this because... I mean, do your viewers, do they call in every day saying, where is the group? Where is the band? We've missed the them. callers. I don't have callers, but we maybe we should do that. Let's take callers. Yeah, Let's take calls. Fun. Line one. Would you like to hear Led Zeppelin? That's the- <laughs> well, hey, you used to be a yes, I used to take callers. DJ. Yep. What so kind of you music? really know your music? I, you know, uh, classic rock. I I know very well, and to the point of if you played the beginning of any you know popular song during that time of the say the 70s 80s not so much the 90s i'm pretty good at knowing who it is what artist and what song Beatles, zeppelin eagles all of it uh, all of the above john mellencamp (laughs) john (laughs) mellencamp yeah um who i mean everything van halen a lot of van halen i I was a classic rock dj in canada Mm -hmm. and we had to play 30 percent can con which meant we had to play songs that were either written or sung by a Canadian artist. Really? Uh, but here's a little fun fact. There were times where I would write down on my playlist that I played BTO, uh-huh. Bachman Turner Overdrive, or Brian Adams, and I would play something else instead. Oh, really? <laughs> you shouldn't say that out loud. Well, the I Canadian lied. government. You better not ever go yeah, home. <laughs> it was a lot of BTO I never played. That Sorry. That is so funny. I don't know what BTO, BTO. is. Bachman Turner Overdrive. Yeah. What um, do they sing? Taking care of business oh, yeah. every day. Taking oh, yeah. care of business and working overtime. Yeah. What else? Tom Cochran, Red Rider. Yeah, I like Tom Cochran. Uh, hey, you cool. could have played some Shania Twain. Yes, but she oh, wasn't really Celine. classic rock. No, that's not classic that's rock at all. Not classic no, rock. I would be. They I would be Celine. Right. Far, wherever you are. Everybody wow. would be like, what? Oh, my goodness. Some Titanic. Um, you got to play Avril Lavigne, Alanis Morissette. Oh, I love her. Canadian. That's freshman college. Right Alanis there. Morissette. Actually, she grew up in Ottawa, where I grew up. And I remember when she first got her start, she was playing like malls. And she yeah, would do a lot malls. of little game shows and stuff. So I, I met her wow. several times before she came out with Jagged Little Pill, which oh, became, wow. you know, was one she of the. Nice? Yeah, she was. I mean, listen, she's from my hometown. So we saw each other. I mean, she's a, maybe a few years younger than I am. Did you know her? Yeah, I mean, oh gosh, we kind of would cool. give, like travel in the same, like, yeah. because I worked at Shea 106, um, we would do a lot of Shea. events um, and she would be there and we knew each other. I mean, I don't think I could call her up today and say, hey, 
How's yeah. it going? It's your pal Janice Dean. <laughs> what is she doing now? Did she ever write she any ha- more albums? Or music? I think she is still performing. Uh, you know what? She did something very recently. I don't know if it was hmm. like a tribute to Pat Benatar or something like that. Mm-hmm. So she does a lot of tributes, but I think she's still touring. She has three children. Oh, wow. She lives in California. Um, yeah, but her and I are not in touch these days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Well, listen, we love Alanis Morissette or Alanis, Alanis com- Morissette. Alanis. Alanis. Yep. Uh, she had a twin brother too. I don't know how I know that fun fact, but let's because you're a radio. Let's DJ talk by about heart. you, Carly. Oh, because Carly, the, the, the mama. Right. The last time we did the po- actually no, I did talk to you. <laughs> Ainsley took me aside because. This is very funny. I wanted to talk to you about motherhood. And so I had Carly on the podcast for like 20 minutes while Brock was you know, taking a nap. Um, and oh, yeah. I remember Ainsley was like, very kindly, <laughs> let Carly have her mama time. Uh-uh. Like, no, but she's right. Us, I think you texted all three of us. Yeah. And, you were like, and I couldn't do it that week. I was on vacation or something. Carly was like, I'll do it. And I'm like... Janice. I know. You're are right. You really? Well, Janice, you're make right. her come back from maternity. No, 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 we did it over the, the phone. Like over Zoom or whatever. But however still, we did it. you're right. Sorry. You know I love you. I only feel like I can tell you that because we're really But you're right. And I'm glad you did. And I left I her alone. I was just kind of joking, but I remember thinking like... When, because I remember when Hayden was born and you did the same thing. So all three of us had to come in for some pictures. Yes. Uh, she, she brought in the baby. And I'm like... Um, I remember having to bring in Hayden for some promotional yep. stuff when I'd gotten Fox and Friends. And I was like, to our producers, they forget. And some of them aren't parents. They're like, just come in and we need you here at 9 a.m. And I'm like, that is right in the middle of nap time. Yeah. That's right in the middle of a feeding. The baby is going to be crying or it's not going to. Mm-hmm. Every mom will understand how much planning. I, this was a quick lesson that I learned. How much planning actually goes into it's taking your newborn anywhere. Yeah. The first time I took Brock to the doctor, this is kind of funny. I didn't know. I mean, I had no idea. So I didn't bring diapers. I didn't bring a change of clothes. <laughs> I, didn't bring I was like, oh, it'll be a quick trip. No big deal. He's like peeing and pooping everywhere. They have diapers at the doctor. That happened to me on a plane. True, but still, I felt unprepared. And I was Mm -hmm. unprepared. So, uh, last weekend was Father's Day, and we went to my grandma's house, and she lives really not that far outside the city. I... It was like I was packing for a week-long vacation. Mm-hmm. Our doorman in the building is like, oh, are you going somewhere for, for like a few days? I'm like, oh, no, I'll be back in several hours. Yeah. <laughs> you quickly so learn. So, right. So, I, we had that photo shoot when I was still on maternity leave and Brock came. And he woke up that morning with a little stuffy nose. And I was like, this is not going to be good. And it wasn't. And Ainsley, Lexi, your assistant, just... I don't even she said she's never dealt with children before but I basically just handed Brock to her and she just had to deal with for the it. photo shoot that was the yeah. photo shoot but then but the last time you everybody. brought him in he was great well, for when the, snoo the snoo thing segment, yeah so cute. your mother-in-law was so cute she was in the green room videotaping so the whole sweet. thing yeah she's so cute. I did warn Carly about something what because when Matthew was probably Brock's age I brought him in to do a segment on Fox and Friends about a little tub uh, that you fill with water and it looks like a like a flower pot almost. And I thought, oh, this will be so cute. And I get to show him around and he'll be on TV. And so it went well. The segment went well. But 
Matthew to this day is st- angry at me, even though he was only <laughs> six months old. Oh, yeah. He's like, because mom, people can Google me and oh. that comes up. And I'm so mad that you did that. So I, I But That's he was so, so cute. cute. I, oh, of course I have he was seen adorable. The clips of him yes. during this segment. And he Very was- cute. A, he is a perfect baby. But just know... That just that shows you how boys are. 14. Like, he's lost his cool card oh, now. Absolutely. Well... I mean, and, he thinks he has. Yes. He hasn't. And they won't do any pictures at all now. Oh, what's that? Who's that? That's, That's okay. That's alarm. I set the, doesn't that break... Don't you hate that sound? Is that what y'all wake up to? Can we do uh, a... Di- yeah. I have to call the dentist. Jarring. It's a note that I leave to myself. I always set it for 9, Do you 10, need to 9, call 15. right now? I'll call. Put him on the phone. Hey, he could be our first <laughs> caller. He could be our first caller. Yes. That is amazing. Do it. Would you like to hear some BTO? <laughs> I'm so sorry, Janet. Do you have to call him? Let's get him on the phone. Oh, I have to call him for the claim. I asked for my claim. I filed my own claim, and the insurance company never sent me a check. Mm. So then I called the dentist last week, and I said, will you send me another claim? Because I have my receipt, thank goodness, still, because I made a copy. And I never got the claim. I called the insurance form. They said, call the dentist again, get another claim. So I've asked for it. They never sent it to Let's me. Get the oh, yeah, man, oh, Let's man. get him on the phone. Let's get him on the phone. Let's get him on the phone. I'm going right to These administrative this. things are the most annoying. Oh, thing. it's right? terrible. Don't you yeah. hate calling yeah. the insurance company? Yes, I do. And um, there was, uh, I got sent something that people don't talk about is giving birth is expensive. Oh, I mean, my you, goodness. Uh, it's bill after bill it's for insane. a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. Thousands, Thousands of, of dollars. dollars. Well, if you have a PPO, if you have an HMO, I think they pay for everything, but then you can't choose your doctor. Well, I don't know. You can't choose why? PPO, you can choose your well, doctor. But also, Brock was and born in January. And mine didn't take insurance. And so I didn't, you know, my, I hadn't met my deductible yet. So yeah. everything, it seemed like almost everything was out of pocket. I'm sure insurance covered part of it. But I, anyway, it was expensive. And uh, tip for anybody who knows anybody that's about to give birth, if, just call for every single bill. Uh, and I got this advice from a friend who was double charged. And I was too. <gasps> Were you what? really? Yes. And if I hadn't, if I didn't call... Uh, I would have just blindly <gasps> written a several thousand dollar check. Of course, check, because you got was mommy brain and you're just yeah, like... it was a mistake. They just ju- double charged me. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. So, I don't yeah, like I wonder that. how many times things like that slip through the That's cracks. That's important, though. We yep. should always triple check, always double check. double check with mm-hmm. these medical bills. Yep. So how is it going? So you're it's back. Going great. Yeah, it feels great to be back. Towards the end of my maternity leave, I was already itching to come back to work with which is something Janice that you said would happen and I'm glad it did because I always felt like the end of your maternity leave would feel like the worst Sunday ever just because you've been off for so long Uh, but for me I was really excited to come back uh, and now it, it just is, it's such a happy time in my life where Pete, my husband, we got rid of the Chicago place. So we're officially living together. Nice. Like his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I always called it his. I'm like, Carly, you are married. Yeah. It's your apartment I too. I know. Uh, so it's, it, um, How long yeah. did you do the long distance things for? Almost 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. And when people hear that, they're like, oh, her marriage must be terrible. No, it's and like it's a like, honeymoon. No, we are every exactly. Yeah. We are. He's my best friend. Yeah. And we well, have how is it now? Now that he's uh, living well, great, with you. and I knew <laughs> I knew it would be it would how, be fine. How is that Mother's Day present? Do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I will say I'll give him a compliment, then I'll tell the Mother's Day okay. present story. I hope he doesn't mind. He is the easiest person to live with. The reason our relationship is the way it is is just because he's just an easygoing guy, so very unflappable, funny. Nothing ever bothers him. Not a good gift giver. <laughs> Oh, please. Please tell us. Well, 
we're not gift giving people. Like we, my we husband and I are yeah. not either. But for the, the our my first Mother's Day, I was hoping for like a little something, mm-hmm. and he got me gifts from Paper Source. <laughs> What's that? It's a it's a card store in New card York City, which is York. fine. Like they do have beautiful things in there, he, but it's not like it's kind of where you'd go to get like a teacher gift. Yeah, maybe. right. Oh, he got me a, a few little gifts. Um, a stuffed dog that mm. you put in the, in microwave, the microwave and it warms up. <laughs> Oh, like a stuffed animal that. What would you do with that? <laughs> he goes, but like you're always pad. cold. It's a heating oh. pad. Well, he did put some thought into that. Mm, it looked like panic. Listen, you what kind, was the other thing? What you gave you? What was the what other was thing? The other? Oh, it was um, a candle and a mug, which is fine. A, a, coffee, what? a, coffee, a coffee candle mug. and a coffee mug. Okay. The stuffed dog was just a little. <laughs> I love it. It looked like story. a little corgi, and its butt was like sticking out, and its head was turned, and where you put it in the microwave. Where do you put it? Directly in the garbage. Hayden loves those. My my daughter loves those because her babysitter gives them to her. And they're cute the for heat, little kids. The oh, I should have given it to you. Because you sleep with them and you put it on your neck. Oh, or that's you, can, you know, it's just like, you're, Brock will love it one day. Put it put it oh, up in the top gone. of the closet. It's really? Gone. Did you t- so did you know you threw it away? Uh, yes, I'm sure. Well, he knows I, now. He's not a, I just don't like clutter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't either. Yeah, I get it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, listen, as long as you're honest, because I think Sean kind of can be that way too. Um, and I just say to him, listen, even if it's just a little card with you saying I love you or whatever, that means a lot to me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or even getting the kids to do something. So he's much better at that now. He realizes that that is sort of important, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not not the presence per se, but just that I'm thinking of you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That really is the most important part. Mm-hmm. He did get me a, a cute card that I'm going to keep forever. So that part was nice. Okay. Does he have a sister? Because I he always, does. Her oh, name's Lainey. Well, She's so sweet. Because my brother will always tip him off. Like, you know, it's her birthday coming yeah. up. And oh, what are you going to get her? Very nice. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. yeah, you could tell her, tell us, or you can go. I knew a lady who her husband was like that, and so she went to the jewelry store in her community <laughs> and put a wish list behind the counter. Oh. And so, and they they did that that at this jewelry store. Yeah, and um, I'm sure they do that at every jewelry store. And so, when her husband wanted a gift, he would say, "What is she? What did she smart. walk in here and see? What did she Overall, like?" Overall, though, I mean, it's he's it's hard he is though 10 out of 10. for I us bet most guys. He, well, it's hard to shop for him too because he doesn't like things the way I do. Mm-hmm. Like he ha- he owns like two pairs of shoes. <laughs> he only wears flannel t- flannel shirts. Yeah, <laughs> he sounds and, Canadian. And in the summer, it's like a flannel shirt and shorts. If you look <laughs> at my Instagram, he's wearing the same thing every time. Oh, and he's so just not a guy that's that. Good. I like guys like that. Yeah, we so were talking it. about that Fabio story yesterday. Yeah. Uh, how like women like soft men on romance novel covers. Where are they finding? These I think women? that that woman made it up. Whoever wrote I think that so too. I think that's like a woke new thing. Like. But the way men look, no one can achieve that anymore. So yeah. we don't like those guys anymore. I I was I mean never a fan of those of books buff. to begin with. Uh, did you read those no. kinds of books? No. I mean, not not that there's anything wrong with that. But if I'm going to the bookstore and I see Fabio on the cover, I'm not Ew. apt to buy that. I wonder Sorry. what those books are like. Like I wonder if they're good. Um, I've never read anything like I that. I read before. a Christian version of one. Where- <laughs> Ainsley, you would. <laughs> it's called Redeeming Love, and they made a movie out of it. It's excellent. I okay. Would, uh, y'all should go watch it with your husbands. It's a really sweet story. But it's a romance novel about how it's based on a okay. Bible story. She was the so prostitute, and he kept rescuing her at the brothel. She was a what? She a was prostitute? a prostitute. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, biblical story. And um, he kept rescuing her at the brothel, and God kept telling him, go back, go back. And um, that's how I love you. With what did the cover look like? 
God, it was Francine Rivers wrote it. I can't remember. She's written a lot. What's of it called? Francine Rivers. It's called Redeeming Love. Mm. It is, a, and it's a in a movie now. It's a really. Sweet you know story. what I will say is Sean, my husband, mm-hmm. loves to watch the Hallmark Channel. You told I me, love you've told those me this. Actually, I, I watched, thought about him last time I watched yes, it. Yes, he yeah. loves it, and that's something I never knew about my husband. Um, because they're wholesome. Well, it's right? just calming. It's yeah, just right. It's just calming. you know what the formula yeah. is. Yeah, and you. Pff, you already know how it ends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's going to be something that happens it's with a one of the characters. Big city girl yeah. goes yes. back home. Right, right. Her very handsome ex now mm-hmm. owns a logging company. <laughs> exactly. She gets stuck on the side knows. of the road. He pulls up, there, takes it, her it, back to her parents' house. What about at Christmas? Because you watch them all the time. At all Christmas, the it's time. always snowing. They look beautiful in their outfits. Yes. Mm. She falls down in the snow. He happens to land next to her. <laughs> and then they're facing each other. The, they look perfect. They kiss. Yeah. The one thing that's even less believable than like the love stories on, on Hallmark movies is that they are they have these beautiful pea coats on and they're never buttoned. <laughs> and it's so I mean, like that's annoying it's always to you? snowing. I'm all well Case in point to my husband getting me that dog that you put in the microwave. I'm always, You're cold. always cold. So I look at that and go, that is unbelievable. That they don't have their That's coats not buttoned believable. up. Yeah, you got to put a scarf on Can and your coat's you, buttoned up. And I'm still, we still love to see it when, when they're making movies in New York, right? They mm-hmm. do it all the time. I'm walking up Madison Avenue a few weeks ago and it was the middle of, it was starting to get warm. It was a hot week that week. And they had a snow scene and with all the movies outside, oh, the movie cameras outside. It was really cool. They had snow blowers. They had all, it was on a court the corner of Madison and like uh, 86th Street or something. It was this pretty like apothecary on the corner. And they had all this snow stacked up in, you know, mounds everywhere on the sidewalk. Do you know what movie it was? That's why they had their coats unbuttoned because it was... (laughs) I I don't know what movie it was. I should have stopped and asked, but... Well, they film, these, they film Hallmark movies in Canada. They do. So all the actors are Canadian. A lot of them yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. it's the summertime when they do it. They do it like all in the month of July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so of like- course they have their jackets unbuttoned. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so you're a mom now. You like being back to work. Uh, what would you say is... Has anything shocked you about? Well, Brock has. Well, first of all, he just my husband just texted me. He slept for eleven hours straight last night, which <gasps> Whoa. is monumental. Awesome. I don't, yeah, my I know. kids have never slept eleven hours. <laughs> I don't think mine ever, is ever either. Yeah, he's a sleepy boy, uh, which is great. He'll be in a good mood today. Yeah, his. I would say the last two weeks has been just a developmental explosion, mm. where you know you he goes from in the beginning they're lumps, you know they yeah. don't. They don't too much now he's grabbing things mm. and it's you know those little those little advancements that are probably aren't that big of a deal to anybody else but for you when you're looking at your child yeah. it's just like the coolest thing to see mm-hmm. so i'm going through that right now and people say that six to a year is a really fun phase so i'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that but it is already go- i mean it, what's okay cool? he's four months old but for me it's already going fast what's really is like oh, just so sweet as you get to see your child that is the best of you and your husband and your love, mm-hmm. learn things for the first time. And I remember the first time Hayden saw a dog and she 
was cackling and I was holding her shopping in the store and in New York, some people shop with their dogs and I just had her over my shoulder. So she was looking behind me and she sees this dog and, and I turn around and I'm like, oh, this is the first time she's seen a dog. Wow, yeah, that's and her cool. reaction was just like giggling. She just wanted to Aww. be, and I put her down a little bit. You know, I was protective of her because yeah. I didn't know if the dog was going to bite, mm-hmm. but um, I let, she just was kicking and. Uh, and the first time she saw rain and her oh, first walk wow. outside. I remember the first time I took mm-hmm. her outside yeah. after she was We have vaccinated. a picture of Matthew in his first snow as oh. well. What was his reaction? Was he just like he's, mystified? He's smiling. Like yeah. He, yeah, we put we just put him in the snow and took mm-hmm. a picture and he's yeah. just it's it's on our wall. This is yeah. why uh parents love their children no matter what they do when they grow up yeah. because you just remember them as babies for the rest you know f- even when they're 50 years old you do you, you just, you just remember pictures. them yeah. as babies you yeah 14 is tough i'm not gonna lie 14 is tough Teenage what's tough about tough. that he's he's you know becoming a man he really mm-hmm. is and he he likes to talk to sean about things which hurts me a little mm-hmm. bit you know like he'll say dad can you come in the bedroom and talk to me about this and that hurts but I know that it's a cycle and, you know, hopefully he'll, you know, confide in me a little bit at some point. But it is, it's hard because I see him and he is becoming very independent and I want to be able to give him that independence as well. But still, he, you know, he's still not a grown up. So there, but I seem to be the one that, you know, he, he comes at the most like, mom, you're always saying this and you don't trust me enough and blah, blah, blah. And, and I always say, well, buddy, you know, like, you are yes you're you're getting older and you're a teenager and you do deserve some freedom but you have to prove things to me before i allow you to do certain mm-hmm. things so yeah. i seem to be the i'm the bad cop now i think i'm going to be the bad cop oh, too. i was and the I'm good a, cop yeah. for so long and now what are your friends that have boys teenage boys when when do they, or have 20 year old boys what do they say when does that phase in when do they come back to mom uh, that, i mean that's a good question i think it's going to take a few years yeah. for her for i remember to... for me it was probably in college because every mm. kid and i was uh i i was i never caused any trouble i'm a rule follower through and through but even with that said you are exploring and becoming your own person mm-hmm. so there's always going to be just mm-hmm. pushback with your parents rules and i think it happens in uh, maybe a little sooner but in the grand scheme of things if it's four years yeah that's okay and those are i mean you have to discipline your children or else what's gonna happen no you know? i know i know it's tough but theodore is still you know he's, how old is he he's 12 oh. yeah but that it's does it he is, still want to be snuggled no, not really. Oh. It's so funny because I, I joke with them. I took them to the dentist this past weekend and I get out of the car and they're walking next to me and I, I go to try to hold their hands. and like, no, mom. <laughs> like, oh, no, that's going to happen. Oh, yeah, I will. Oh, but no. then I, I'm i like, I remember when you guys, all you wanted to do was hold my no, hand. And now it's like, and they're like, oh, mom, you know, we love you, but we're not. No, we're not doing this. Oh, yeah. shoot. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just the circle of one. life. I'm like, I should have been like Rachel and had nine. <laughs> then you just always have another one. You know, it's funny. I don't, I don't think Rachel would mind me saying this. So I'm 36 years old and I, I told her, I was like, I, I probably have one more in me, you know? Yeah. She's like, oh, no, you have at least six. 
Oh, awesome. you're talking about Rachel, Rachel Campos Duffy. Yeah. I was like, Rachel, who's Rachel? I thought Rachel from Friends. What? <laughs> Listen, if we were, that's one thing I know that Sean and I have always said is that if we had gotten married earlier, mm-hmm. met each other earlier, we would have had a lot more, more children. children. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. we would have. I would have too. Yeah. Circumstances. Yeah. That's okay. It is. bring that. But. It is. But it's also exciting to see Matthew, you know, He's, grow up into his yeah, absolutely. own Absolutely. I mean, really. And they're both good boys. They're both... That's all that matters. You know, smart in school and thoughtful and empathetic. And so it's just tough because I know that, you know... I'm the bad cop. No, oh, you're not. That's because you you're care not. so much. It's all right. You know, he knows. He knows. It's, it's what would it look like if you just didn't care? No, you... absolutely. He'll remember <laughs> like, that. I want to be the good cop, so right. I'm not going to be on you as much yeah. as I know. No, you can't listen, that. I'm the mom that says, I'm, give me your phone. Who's, are you for stricter me to give... than Sean is? Um, yes. More strict? Is stricter or strict? Yeah, stricter. More strict. It's both. More strict. Yeah, either way. Stricter? Yeah. I, I think I am. Um... I just feel like I'm more in tune with things. Yes. Yeah. You I know can... what though? I I'm definitely the one that is more lenient on her, mm. but she the teachers called twice in one week one time. And I called my ex-husband and we got on the phone with her. He was on speaker and we had a conversation with her and we hugged her the whole I hugged her the whole time and he was saying, you know, honey, we love you, but you can't do this. This is twice in one week we've gotten mm. emails from the teachers. She had a play date that day and I said, Honey, I have to take the play date away from you. Mm-hmm. And it hurt me as bad as bad as it did her because yeah. Hey, I wanted to go to the play date. I was going to go hang out with the mom who's one of my best friends. Yeah. You know, we were going to have a glass yeah. of wine and our kids were going to play in her in the child's bedroom. It's mm-hmm. so fun. Yeah. And I said, no, we have to take it away. She cried and cried and cried. Please don't take it away. She was so good. The yes. next day at school. Yep. And I got it, a good report. You just, you learn these things, mm-hmm. you know. So and, what, what do you, when do you have to take the phone away? Is that like the one thing you can do when mm-hmm. he, yeah, mm-hmm. it affects him? The phone, like, electronic devices does he play video games he does yeah he plays video games but the good thing about my kids is they have um a neighborhood full of children that they play with outside game changer it really is um you know they go to the rec center they have the community pool which they love so i i'm i'm not as worried as i used to be that they would be in the basement on the electronic devices they actually do go outside and they do play and he likes football and you Great know theater advice. yeah theater likes the basketball and they they have their buddies and that's that's fun to see yeah there's so much to worry about now yes there is that's Unbelievable. hard but you also have to sort of there are many times where i'm just like i have to just rely on God. Yep. God knows best. And, yes. Yeah. Now, when they Without walk outside question. to play, are you in a neighborhood that's safe enough where you can just say, okay, come back at three o'clock or whatever? Well, yes, I will say yes, but we're still very, you know, aware. Right. For instance, a couple of weeks ago, um, Theodore, you know, they have phones to check in. Theodore did not check in with us. And it was eight o'clock at night. He was at a street fair with a couple of his friends and he, and we panicked. We were upset because he hadn't checked in with us and we were calling him. And so I literally had like my pajamas on and I put like a sweater over me and we were at the fair looking for him everywhere. I mean, I looked ridiculous. Um, <laughs> was everybody has anybody like, but definitely Janice. Oh, listen, the people in the neighborhood do know who I am. And I am often in pajamas when I'm walking the dog or looking for my child. Um, So, but we did find him and 
Sean was mad and and he was in front of his buddy and he was embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the hardest thing is he was embarrassed in front of his buddy and he got very upset. And we just said, you, you know, we give you this responsibility. He was like, but I was having the, what the best time of my life. We're like, we get that. But here's the thing. You have to check in with us and you have to tell us where you are. And if Johnny, who you were supposed to be uh, hanging out with is Mm -hmm. home and you haven't told us that you're not with Johnny anymore, then mom and dad are going to come looking for you. Yeah. So that's especially in our profession. Uh, The worst news stories flash before my eyes. I know. And you can as a parent, you can want to trap your kid inside all day because you're afraid of what's going on outside. But, you know, that I'm so proud of you and glad that y'all moved into a neighborhood like that, because I grew up in a neighborhood and like that. And for boys, especially, it's so important that they just go out and enjoy the outdoors and they build forts and they ride bicycles mm-hmm. with their friends and they sled down the big hill in the neighborhood together when it snows. And my dad, my brother, and I can say this, my brother moved into a neighborhood where everyone on his street, they're beautiful homes. And that was important to them. They wanted to have a forever home. They bought this old house that needed a lot of work they gutted it and then you know they live on an old street with a lot of people that have kids that are in their 30s and 40s and so a lot of grandparents on the street my dad said you know i love that street and a lot of my parents friends live on that street and it's a beautiful street but dad said when y'all were growing up i wish your brother had bought in a neighborhood with a ton of kids yes this would be their forever home once the kids are in middle school that's so true yeah that's kind of where i like I, i lived in an area where there were no kids and although I grew up in New Jersey, people don't associate rural with Jersey. It, where I grew up is was very, it's a lot of farms, a lot of woods, and I had no kids to play with, and mm. I, that was a bummer. Yep. You still turned out great. <gasps> Thank I think you. it's, and I hate to say this in stereotype, but I think it's easier for girls because we can go in our room and play school or mm-hmm. play with our dolls yeah. or you know, be creative or do mm-hmm. our art, art projects mm-hmm. in there, which is what I did. We had play dates all the time. We dressed up and we would put on costumes and mm-hmm. sing and dance, you know. Yeah, I hope that kids No, my kids that. have already said like, you can't move from this neighborhood and my kids are going to live in this neighborhood. Aww. So we're, you know, we're lucky. We are. But, but you're right. Kids are resilient. And I didn't have a lot of kids in my neighborhood either. And you know, I, yeah. I would just travel. We know. did. I'm still good friends with all of them. That's so great. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> You're just the warmest person in the world. Thank you. You are too. And you would have had the same experience I did if you had grown up on our street, Genesee Valley. I wish I grew up on your street. And do you know, my parents, we kept saying, why don't y'all move? Move in town. Because we live like 20 minutes outside of town. Uh And um, why don't y'all move in town? That's where everything is. That's where the university is. I was in college down there. My brother was too. And they're like, we can't leave Jeannie. We can't leave Miss Dodson or Becky Dodson. We can't leave Margaret Shackelford. We can't leave uh, the Hendersons. That's our doctor. We can't leave the camps. Oh man, no. South Carolina. Like, we I think, all know each other. I on think our it's street. the best state in the the it both is. the Carolinas. The only issue are hurricanes. I would say. Mm, right. That's true. But outside of that, oh we don't Charleston. get hurricanes in Columbia though. But we're like two hours from Charleston. Charleston's beautiful. Yeah. Upstate's beautiful. The good thing about South Carolina, if you live in the, in the center where the university is, two hours to the right is the ocean. Two hours to the left are the mountains. Mm-hmm. So you have the best, best of, both, of both, and both. And it worlds. takes four. And if you live in the mountains, it takes you only four hours to get to the beach. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. easy to navigate. Most people don't leave. It is an awesome place to raise a family. If uh, ever y'all retire and you want to <laughs> move down are we there, talking we'll about all go that together. Now? Yeah. We'll all Let's, go together, and our grandkids will be raised in a neighborhood like that. <laughs> That sounds good to me. We could work at Channel 2 there if we want to, like, 
be older and come back to work and yeah, yeah we work yeah, at channel two that's where it. i did my no are we planning to do fox and friends until we're you know forever maybe we could move fox <laughs> and friends to charleston yeah <laughs> brian does his wall walk in the walker yeah let me get to the other slide and we'll be back with more of the janice dean podcast right after this you know brian said to me today he's so funny he was joking but he i was sit, i was behind I was on my computer uh, off camera where I sit when I'm not doing headlines. And he walked by and he goes, Carly Shimkus, just average today. (laughs) (laughs) And he didn't even stop. No. He just kept going. And I heard what you said. (laughs) I'm going straight to HR, buddy. Oh, that's that's funny. He's used to that comment. (laughs) No. Ryan's the best. (laughs) No, let's just let that in a joking way. Let's just let that linger. What was the other thing he said today? I think it was on air. Like, what does a woman want? And he's like, well, I can't say. No, what does a man want? And no, his response was, he's so fast. He's so quick on his feet. I can't say that. Ainsley said, you you asked him what a man wants. And he goes, uh, to make. To, to not to not get in trouble. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Which is he true. Said, he kind of stopped uh, to not get in trouble. Yeah. So he was thinking, what should I say? Do you know he said on He's air? So on he said on air when Messi decided to come to play soccer down in Miami. Did you hear about this joke he said on air? No, who's Messi? Okay, Messi's soccer that soccer player, number one soccer player. Oh, okay. Ronaldo and Messi are the yeah. number oh, one. Oh, wow. So he came, to, he's coming here for a big contract. And Brian's so excited. And he said, well, I just wish he would learn the language because he speaks Spanish, I believe. Is he? No, he's, he's from Argentina. He's, so. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So he um, he's moving here and he said, I, w- I wish he had learned language. And he said, because, you know, when David Beckham came here, it was really difficult for him. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And people wrote online all over sports channels. I cannot believe what? Brian Kilmeade oh. thinks that he Are does you? not speak English. Oh, he, my goodness. Brian was like, I was joking. Joke's on no. you guys yeah. for not picking up on the joke. Right. Well, oh. I think nowadays anything can be put into headlines. Right? <laughs> anything. Yes. People right? And people so believe it. Sad. They didn't even, they should just watch the link and you see that Brian yeah. was joking. But they don't anymore. And Brian's interviewed him like three times. <laughs> He's interviewed Brian's David like, Beckham? Yes. He's wow. like, I know that he speaks English. Of course. He's from the UK. <laughs> oh, we could have a whole show about Brian Kilmeade and what we think of him. He is great. <laughs> we love him. We do. Um, okay, summer plans. Anything going on? Any vacations? Oh, I wish nothing. No, it's yeah, okay. You know, We're not. can't right yeah. now, right? No. Can't, no. no. Can't, okay. Well, uh, Steve was saying that Peter took their baby, exact same age as Brock, on a plane to Florida. Mm-hmm. That is so brave. It is brave. It's, you know what I did? Though, four I, month old? I went home every weekend when my mom was sick and I had Hayden with me. And and I traveled. T- I always went home and I, I put her on the plane. I just took her with me. I took her to every restaurant. At what I age took her did you every- start that? I Gosh. do bring Brock to restaurants. I took her... I, Took her home in January. She was born in November. As soon as she had all of her shots, oh, wow, I took her home did. at the end of January. She was fine. I took her home all the time. And I thought if I did that, mm-hmm. um, she was just going to always be with me. She'd be used to it. We never had, we had one bad experience on a plane and only because the air conditioning broke. And we were sitting in that very back row oh. next to the bathroom. And we were on the tarmac for like two hours and it did not have air conditioning. I had to strip her down to a diaper, y'all. She was so red. I was so nervous. She was bawling, crying. Everyone around us was helping us. They were trying to bring her like cups of ice and we were putting on her face. I was 
scared to death. And I only had like one diaper with me or two diapers. Oh my gosh, that's the worst experience. It was very scary. That's also when you see the best in humanity too. Yeah, but I almost, I was so close to getting off that plane just Mm. because I thought she was going to have a heat stroke. I just didn't know. Wow, Wow, that's that's very scary. That is very scary. And as a parent, listen, I know that people get frustrated with the babies crying on, on planes, what are you going to do? People you know, are usually especially nice. if you're a parent now and you've had it done yeah. to you. Oh, of course. People you just are usually gotta, very I, nice. And yeah. then you feel bad for all the comments. I used to say, don't ever fly on a plane to Orlando because that's where Disney World is. It was like, <laughs> you'll be the only adult on the plane. And then I, feel, I felt so bad after you had a kid. After I had a child, I was like, that, that was a joke anyway. Yeah. But I was like, that's okay. You're still going to heaven. But that's also You're sound ahead advice. of all of us. <laughs> You're ahead of <laughs> all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't oh, well, yeah. Well, the, the band is back. Uh, yeah, we're back together. Okay, so all right. this is fantastic. And uh, to be continued, anything else? Uh, we never took a caller. Got nothing. <laughs> we're going to set that system up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As usual, this has been so much fun. Carly, I'm so glad you're back. I am glad to be back. I love you guys so I much. I love so you so, so, so much. Thank you. Aww. Big hug. Big yeah. radio big hug. Radio hug. Love, love you, girls. Love you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Are we going to sing out? A song. What are we going to Oh, um, near, far, wherever you are. <laughs> Thanks again to Carly and Ainsley for joining me today on the Janice Dean Podcast. You can catch Carly with Todd Pyro and me every weekday morning on Fox and Friends First, starting at 5 a.m. And then all of us together, Ainsley, Steve, Brian, myself, and Carly on Fox and Friends from 6 to 9 a.m. The best and most fun morning show on television. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com.